It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience. And without robbing you of the joy, of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The NBA schedule is officially out. We have our lives planned for the next eight months. And guess what? It's time to get excited. Let's chat a little bit more about expectations for the upcoming season and where this thing might take us. It's time for a Friday edition of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Indeed, Locked On Magic today is August 19th, 2022. My name is Philip Rossman Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to let your expectations run wild. I'm going to encourage you to think big and what this could happen this season for the Orlando Magic. We're going to talk more about expectations, both unrealistic and realistic, 
and what the outcomes for this season might very well be. We'll get into all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when you right when we upload, no matter when, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. To search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. So, uh, you know, I, I know I made this acknowledgement um, yesterday when the schedule came out and we, we sort of break down the schedule. Today I don't want to rehash a lot of that, but I do want to acknowledge the crowd out there that says, why is everyone getting so excited about a schedule? Uh, it's the it's virtually the same every year. The, 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 you know, you know, eighty-two games, forty-one road, forty-one home. It's a really good article on the Athletic where they did an interview with one of the people in charge of making the schedule, and and a line that really got to me and, and made me think a little bit is, um, they said there are more different permutations and combinations for the schedule than there are atoms in the universe, which feels unrealistic, but gives a sense of the kind of scope of how they could put this darn thing together um, and, and and how the schedule actually comes together every year. Um, like I said yesterday, I think the Magic schedule is actually pretty fair. Um, I, I think Orlando does have a really difficult start. The six, six of eight on the road, um, that run from Thanksgiving to Christmas are, is going to be very difficult. And, and, and again, we're going to learn a lot about this team at the very beginning of the season. But overall, you know, I don't think there are too many trouble spots, at least on paper today, after that. And and, and I would say that I think that the schedule is set up well for Orlando to accomplish the things that they want to accomplish this season. It is set up for them to take some lumps early, perhaps, really get a baseline for where they're at and what they need to improve on, and then to spend the rest of the season improving on those things with, yes, a difficult test and some difficult challenges toward the end of the season. At the end of the day, how we what what happens with the schedule doesn't matter. Right? Why I think the schedule holds some power over us and, and gets us excited is, A, we are in the basketball desert right now, or at least the NBA desert. I don't want to say basketball desert because the Washington Mystics and Seattle Storm played a hell of a playoff game on Thursday night. Game one was fantastic. Brianna Stewart, Elena Deladon had a fantastic battle. And frankly, two more games of that is not enough. Um, if you aren't watching the WNBA playoffs, it just started. That's okay. Get get on that. It's it's going to be a really really fun ride through the W through the through the WNBA playoffs to get us to the NBA season, uh, and, and to get us to EuroBasket coming up here in a couple weeks. Franz Wagner back in action Friday for Germany as they I believe they take on the Czech Republic um, in, in an exhibition game or in a tournament game, uh, not a big tournament but a tournament game um, in Germany. Um, that's that's the aside for now. Um, it, now I forgot where it was. Uh, sorry. Um, the, the the schedule like is meaningful because it comes as an oasis in the NBA desert. But you know, at least for me, it's when their season becomes real. You know, we have our dates on on paper. You know, I'm gonna take down my draft board coming up here in a minute and, and start thinking about okay, what's gonna actually happen this season. What is the actual outcome for the season? And, you know, I, I I know I can outline kind of the basic expectations that I have, the basic goals that I want to see this team beat. Um, it is not a win total. Um, I would project the Magic to be anywhere from 26 to 34 wins. I think that's pretty reasonable. There's there's a wide gap because this is such a young team, and, and we'll get to 
the upper end of that gap coming up here in a minute. But to me, this season is truly about growth. It is not about the win totals. And you know, I was asked about asked this on ninety six nine the game earlier to or earlier Thursday um, when I was on with Mike Tuck on the beat the sports. Uh, and you know, he asked me, you know, what are the expectations for this team? And and, and I I will repeat the answer that I gave here. I am not here to put a win total on this team. I agree with Jeff Weltman, uh, you know, that this team should not be judged yet on reaching some arbitrary win total number. Now, they sh- what what they need to do is they need to be better. Um, they need to start making improvements. They need to start showing that they are capable of winning. So, some prolonged stretches where they're winning, um, being more competitive, less of those 25, 30 point blowouts or games where they're not in it um, at all. Losing close games is fine. Those are learning experiences. Getting blown out, unacceptable at this point, um, you know, or, or, or should be minimized. It's, it's going to happen in the course of the season, and, and, and injuries will play a role and, and all that stuff. But for the Magic right now, it is truly about getting better. It is truly about exiting the season with a better understanding of what this team can accomplish and how much better they can be. Again, it's it's not about a win total. Um, we'll get to the upper end here in a minute, but it's not about reaching a play-in tournament. Although, again, reaching a play-in tournament would be there accomplishing all these goals. So, I, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not viewing anything above that as negative. I'm just being the realist right now. I'm being the realistic person right now um, to say median outcome for this team they're in the low 20s, high 30s. I think that would be a very successful season. Um, they, you know, Paolo Bencaro looks like a real looks like a real player. Franz Wagner, Jalen Suggs, Wendell Carter take pretty significant steps forward. Markel Fultz has a successful, healthy season. Jonathan Isaac gets through his season and shows us what he can do. And, and we just exit this season with a better understanding of what needs to happen next. The problem that I have with this Magic team, and it's, it's not really a problem because I like a lot of the guys. They obviously have good chemistry. There's there's a lot there's a lot working for this team. Um, but uh, the problem that I have with this team is they're still extremely young, and so there's a lack of consistency that I don't trust quite yet. And, and that, again, I think most people would agree young players are hard to trust. They got to prove a lot of what they're capable of doing. So this season then is about showing that. It's about showing what they're capable of doing and, and where each player is trending. Can Shumo Kiki be a consistent three-point shooter? Can Cole Anthony come off the bench and be a solid sixth man? Can Markel Fultz fit into this ecosystem? How will Franz and Paolo play together? Can Wendell Carter play without Mo Bamba backing him up as the full-time center? There's a lot of questions. So if there's reason that Vegas or our pals at Bet Online are doubting the Orlando Magic and putting their over under at 26 wins, which again, 26 or 27 wins, which again is an improvement from where they were last year. Not a significant one, but an improvement nonetheless. It's because all these questions exist. So again, Orlando, I don't think, has to definitively answer any of these questions this year. You know, Paolo Bancaro is going to be a rookie. We might sit at the end of the season and say, this guy's a potential all-star. This guy has the potential to be the number one player, but he may not quite be that yet. He's a rookie. Rookies make mistakes. Rookies are inconsistent. Rookies are bad. Go back and look at Kevin Durant's rookie season. I don't mean to put all that pressure on, on Paolo, but freshman coming out of Texas, great score, 
Durant was had big games, don't get him wrong, but had some really difficult numbers, had some really bad numbers, and obviously Seattle at that point um, was still deep in the lottery and ended up drafting Russell Westbrook with the fourth pick in the draft, I believe. That's the kind of season I think we're expecting for Orlando. And again, you want to exit this season having a better understanding of what needs to happen next. You can't just keep rolling back the same roster over and over again. And so this season is a is a prove-it season for virtually everybody where they have to prove what they're capable of doing and what direction this franchise ultimately needs to go. Now, I am a realist. The journalist in me makes me be a realist. But I want to acknowledge the optimists out there because I believe you too. And I want to talk a little bit about what the optimists are seeing and why they think the magic might be a whole lot better than everyone thinks. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, if my copy will load, a quick word from our pals at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. You can even get over-unders on Paolo Bancaro's rookie year, including his over-under for a scoring average. I believe it's set at 18.5 points. Or the over-under on his rebounds. I believe that's set at 7.5 rebounds. See what he can do there. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening now. BetOnline, where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So uh, let's let's take this brief aside. Um, Markel Fultz, in a somewhat cryptic tweet Thursday night, uh, he is busy working out at an undisclosed location. I'm not going to pretend to know where he's working out working out in. Um, tweeted fourth seed. That's all. That's all he said. And you know I can pull it up here on my phone real fast. Let me just see if I can spot it again. You know, he pulled it up here. He he just said fourth seed. I, I I don't have context for it. I don't know what sparked it, but here it is. If you're watching on on YouTube, I don't know if you'll be able to see that. There you go. It says fourth seed. You won't be able to see that. I I tried. You can't you can't tell me I didn't try. Um. Okay, that's certainly optimistic. Um, and look. Everyone on the team should believe what they are capable of doing. And, and you know, I got into a discussion with this with the, with the host of Locked on Thunder. Uh, I know I've had this discussion before with, the, with, with Ku Khalil, the host of Locked on Pistons. Um, 
we're at, you know, the Pistons, Thunder, Magic, you know, are all teams of kind of the same pro- same pathway right now. They're all really young teams with really interesting mixes of prospects that are trying to make that climb up, um, but are still expected to be hovering around the bottom. And while, you know, I've been critical of Oklahoma City for sure, um, but, you know, I, I, I there's still a lot to like about what Oklahoma City's done. They have Shea Gildas Alexander, who's probably currently the best player on either on all either of those three teams, on either on all three of these teams. Um, but you know, you look at what they've done, they've resisted the temptation to go after players. You know, there's reports that Detroit might chase after DeAndre Ayton, but those never developed. All three of these teams are still just kind of investigating what they have. And largely, if you talk to Detroit fans, if you talk to Oklahoma City fans, even if you talk to Orlando fans, they're all largely satisfied with where they're at and largely satisfied with saying, look, we got some young players we need to figure out first before we invest our assets and invest our capital to go get a free agent. Um, you know, again, we're, we had the discussion about Jordan Poole earlier this week. We've had plenty, we've had some discussions about Donovan Mitchell here in Orlando. Even then, most people kind of think like, you know, uh, the hands-off approach is probably the right one. Orlando has the tools to go get what they need when they're ready to go get it. And like I said, the clock is ticking on that, but the Magic are in a good spot nonetheless. And that's the reason why all three are expected to be back, kind of playing and jockeying for maybe not the top odds in the lottery, but pretty good draft picks in, in, in this upcoming draft. Again, all three of these fan bases seem pretty happy, though, with that reality and with that possibility. At the same time, all three of these fan bases, you know, just to certain extents, believe their teams are capable of surprising. And look, I can't fault anyone for that. We're sitting here in August. And if you don't believe your team has the capability of making the playoffs, if you don't believe that the upper bound of your team is fighting for something or making significant progress then your project is not working. I'm a realist at the end of the day. I will probably, you know, when I do make my predictions, I'll probably have the Magic 13th or 14th in the Eastern Conference. Maybe they're better than New York. Maybe. I don't know. Um, But if I'm Orlando 2, I think I could be this year's Cleveland. I think I could be a team that jumps into the playoff picture very, very quickly. If everything lines up, and that's what August should be for. August should be for the optimist because if you can't look at the roster and be the optimist and see the potential, even if you're not ready to like predict it officially, then something is wrong with the roster that you have. So I come across sometimes as, I certainly come across sometimes as a realist. Um, and and that, that's the journalism training in me. Um, you know, I'm less fanatic, more realist in a lot of things. And again, I would, I will say getting to 30 wins, getting to 31, 32, 33 wins would be a humongous success this season for this team. Getting to the playoffs certainly can happen. You look up and down this roster, there is depth. There's depth of players who have played in the league before, at least, uh, you know, not proven depth, which again is, is, the, re- the predictions that come out are about what's proven, what everyone feels comfortable saying. 
This team is a young team that should continue to get better. There's no reason to believe that Franz Wagner won't get better. Jalen Suggs certainly can get better from his rookie year. Markel Fultz has a f- full offseason. Wendell Carter has a se- has really kind of the first season that he's had that built confidence in him. Where a team really believed in everything he could do and said, we want more. They bring back Mo Bamba, who, you know, again, should be, again be motivated to prove his spot in the league. And then, of course, you had Paolo Bancaro, the ultimate kind of adrenaline shot for a young team, the number one overall pick, a player who many people believe can be the star that everything centers around. It's hard not to be excited about this team. And, and honestly, be excited about this team. Be excited not just for the future beyond this season, but be excited for this season too because it is August. And August is the time to be excited. Now, don't get angry when they miss the playoffs. That's not the goal. That's not the overarching goal of the season. But it is very, very possible for this team to make the play-in tournament. There is certainly a universe where the Magic are that good. They have the talent that's where you have to start, always. They have the talent. Now they have to start putting things together. Now they have to start learning how to win. Now they have to start surviving the grind. Because the NBA season is difficult. And, and, and going through an NBA season with those expectations and understanding how to stop losing streaks, how to build on wins, how to win ugly games, how to win bad games that you're having, that's tricky. That's the difficult part. Orlando's trying to be a real a good defense, but there's not all the evidence that they are. You know, 18th in the league last year in defensive rating, 29th in the league in offensive rating. There's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of ups and downs this season. But you look at this roster and it can do the job. And that's important. It's important to come to that understanding. It's important to come to that realization. It's important to say it out loud. The Orlando Magic can be a playoff team. They are more than capable of doing it. Of course, it is on the upper bounds. It is on the upper range of what the Magic can do. They have the talent. They have the ability. Now they got to see if they have the commitment and the consistency, which is, again, why Magic aren't projected to do much because they're young and young teams are inconsistent. But this team has the pieces to surprise. And some people are already willing to go out on a limb for it. So be a fan. Be realistic. You know, keep the keep the baseline expectations realistic. But now is the time to be a fan and to believe. Because this team is pretty capable of doing it. Before we move on, I do want to highlight something else about this upcoming season. Uh, and why the lower bounds of the Magic may actually still come into play. We'll get into that coming up here in just a moment. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All 
hanging over this season, um, you know, we talked about the upper bounds. We talked about how this team it ha- certainly has the talent and the capability to be a playoff team. But hanging over this season is going to be another issue, uh, another thing. Um, I-, I-, I noted this on my radio appearance, and I'll note it here. The Orlando Magic's March road trip out west is going to be a turning point in the season, uh, I believe. Um, that road trip might, depending on where the Magic are in the standings, could very well be kind of the last gasp for this team or the last chance for this team to to be together before they start looking ahead. They're, you know, look, we won't know where the Magic are going to be, and, and I don't want to dive too deep into it, but hovering over this team this season will be the 2023 draft, and it is unavoidable that it is hovering over this team. Um, if we get late into the season and the Magic are out of the playoff race, we will see the usual chicanery that we see late in the season. And all, like almost every year, it will probably be the right decision. The 2023 draft is expected to be a very, very good one. According to some people, uh, some draft experts, there could very well be five or six potential all-stars in this draft. It's not just about Victor Wimbanyama. It's not just just about Scoot Henderson. He'll be playing for the G League Ignite, um, his second year with the G League Ignite. It's about the Thompson Twins. It's about so many other players, and, and I haven't done my deep dive on the NBA draft yet, but everyone I have, everything I have read and, and everyone I have talked to have said the 2023 draft is shaping up to be a very, very good one. And so, if you're looking at that over-under for the Magic at 27.5 or 26.5 or whatever it's set at right now, know that Orlando could very easily get right up to the precipice of it and then decide that last month winning isn't important anymore. Now look, the last thing the Orlando Magic should do this year is have the worst record in the league. Give that to the Pacers and the Spurs, please. We don't want it. That's not who this team should be. If this Magic team is competing for the best odds to win the lottery next year, that is a failure in my book. Because again, the, the job now is to make progress, to take steps forward, to see what we have in this team. And if we have so little on this team that we're still kind of going through the lottery churn without making significant progress, and yes, that does include in the win column, that means something's wrong. That means... We got to question Jamal Mosley a little bit as a coach, not just he's a great motivator. He did a great job keeping the team together last year, but he need like like every other player, Jamal Mosley needs to get better and improve as a coach and take steps forward and you know be better. And and I think honestly, he got better managing games as the year went on. I, you know, there's certainly some decisions later in the season that we all question, but I thought Jamal, I thought Mosley got better as a coach as the year went on. Um, as Jeff Waltman said um, before before the draft, I believe. Mosley's been a lot more active um, and, and a lot more uh, a lot more comfortable as the head coach, um, you know, kind of what his role is with the team. So, uh, again, like all the players, be excited about Jamal Mosley and what he can do as a head coach. I mean, everyone is just, just raves about him and, you know, there's no reason not to. So, we'll, we'll again, we'll see how he develops and grows this year. But the draft is hanging over everything. It always is. And Orlando, you know, even in their most realistic finishing, are going to end up with a top 10 pick. And not just that, they have Chicago's pick too. 
So the draft is going to hang over this season. And so I don't want to, you know, I'm going to end this show on a little bit of a downer to say, like, if things go wrong, if there are injuries that cost the Magic, if the Magic are out of the playoff picture, out of the playing picture, entering that final month of the season, the pull of the 2023 draft is going to be a very, very real one. And that's going to impact how the season ends and some of the decisions the Magic make down the stretch, as it always does. The question, and, and this is what I, always, I this is what I refer to as the point of pain. The question is, let's say the Magic are, for lack of better 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 comparison, eight games out with uh, 30, 31 to play. I wonder what the significance of that is. Um, let's say the Magic are, are are eight are eight games out with thirty to play. Is the point of pain okay to pack it in? I don't think it is. Uh, not for what this team wants to accomplish, but the 2023 draft is going to have a lot of pull. And the Magic might be more willing to pull the plug and say, let's take it easy. Let's not push guys too hard. Let's save ourselves for next year because this draft is so good. Now, again, that's a long way away from now. And I think we'll learn a lot more about this team before we get to that point. And again, the Magic strategy and what they ultimately try to do next offseason, whether it's both in the draft or in free agency and trades, is going to be determined by what happens on the court. If the Magic are covering around 30 wins, if they are in the playoff chase, you know, I don't think they'll do anything to, to hurt themselves at the trade deadline. But if they're out of it, then you know a lot of things come into play. A lot more things come into play, and the Magic have to make some decisions about the direction they're going to go in the short term to set up their long term. Again, Orlando has a ton of flexibility. They have a lot of options. They can make some decisions. They could be a little bit of a little bit aggressive too and try and grab someone using their their extra cap room um, in, in next summer uh, that nobody's expecting. They could be really aggressive at the trade deadline, or, or they could look to sell a little bit. It's all going to be part of the conversation. And, and really, that's what I wanted to use this expectation podcast to set up, is what is the conversation about this year? This team is capable of making the playoffs. This team is also potentially another tanking team, another team that is looking to add one more piece before they start getting aggressive and trying to move forward. In reality, though, this team is about taking that next step as a group and trying to get better. That's not easy to do, of course. And it's going to be the fun and journey and magic of this season. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Follow the podcast and subscribe to the podcast wherever you download podcasts at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himmel, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening advice. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. We're continuing our shooting month series on Orlando Magic Daily. I'm hoping to have a new post Talking about the Orlando Magic's shooting history coming up, we'll be revealing our list of the top 20 shooters in Orlando Magic history very, very soon, and we'll talk a little bit about that on the podcast as well. As well, um, We'll see what, what we can divine out of that. But that's going to do it for me today. Be sure to check out the Locked On NBA podcast for your second listen. They're still going strong five days a week during the NBA desert here. Uh, as we look ahead to the 2023 season. we still got a lot to do. Still got Eurobasket coming up. We'll be covering that extensively as well. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic and Locked on Magic. This is the Locked on Magic. So again, next time,
another episode. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.